It's about time, it's about space, it's about saving the human race. It's about hate, it's about love, it's about everything above. It's about war, it's about peace, it's about changing history. It's about you, it's about me, it's about time. Hello and welcome to this program. It's called All In With The Lord. The idea is to learn more about the Word of God and to get closer to the Lord and using the principles and the kingdom to operate on this earth. There are kingdom principles available to each one of us, and a lot of people just don't understand them. Or they grew up having them watered down to the point where it just became another religious practice. That's not what Jesus came to do. And hanging on that cross, there was nothing religious about it. It was pure pain and agony. And he did it for you. He did it for me. So that we would be shocked into the reality that there is a better way. There is another way. There is the kingdom of God. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it already is in heaven. <clears throat> so welcome to the program as we discuss these things. And uh, we learn a lot about God's word. And God's word <clears throat> is the truth. And it's the only truth. And yet all of us, all of us, have grown up in an atmosphere where everybody, everywhere, has something to say about everything. And if you listen to <clears throat> what people think about how things work, and they don't know the Lord, or they don't know the Word, then you, my friends, are being led astray. You want to get up and listen to the news every day? You are now a captive and in bondage to those who think they know what to tell you. And boy, you know, it's interesting, even on the local news, when you turn on your local, local news, I mean, if you have one, if you're fortunate enough to have it, it t they tend to love, and they're really good at, covering every accident, every murder, every death, and yet no one, or very rarely, let's put it that way, covers a success story. A story that someone was in trouble and the Lord delivered them from it. So there are a couple out there that tend to cover those kinds of things, but that is the kind of world we live in, where even the movies, as scary as you can make them, as horrifying. Why is that? Why do people flock to the theaters or to their big screens in their homes and pay money to be scared, to, be, to have fear shock them? Why? What is it that causes people to want that in their life? Well, I'm going to tell you. There's a void in each one of us. And there's only two things that can fill that void. One is complete faith in knowing that you can have something, or complete fear in knowing that you can't. And you know, when you meet someone who's really 
being controlled by fear. They really believe that what they fear. They really, you can't talk them out of it. I mean, they have spent a lot of time studying why they're right and they should be fearful. And they have meditated on that fear. They have let that fear drive them to the point where this is what's going to happen. And so we have on this earth a collision course of two kinds of people. The people who live by fear, operate by fear, and want to control others by fear. And then we have the Word of God. And for those who, even some of those who have come to know the Lord, but still let fear dominate their life. But then there are those that are breaking free because they've made the Word of God first place in their life. They've made it first place. And by making it first place, it drives fear out. It drives fear out. When you talk to somebody who's driven by fear and you say, hey, listen, you know, I can help you get out of that. And they go, no, you can't. You don't understand my situation. They're convinced. They're convinced. I wish Christians could be so that convinced about the Word of God. I do. I wish Christians could be just as convinced about the Word of God as people who fear things are absolutely certain it's going to happen to them. It always happens to me. This is the way my life always is. You ever hear that? They're on a freaking merry-go-round. When are you going to get off the merry-go-round? What do you want to do, another 50 years? How about 40, 30, 20, 10? You're in slave camp to fear. Either you're going to let fear rule your life, or you're going to drive it out. And there's an easy way to drive it out. It's the Word of God. The Word of God drives out fear. Faith conquers it. But you have to believe. Believe that you can be free of fear. Don't keep telling me or anyone else around you, which people love to do, all the reasons why things didn't work out, why you're a victim. Let's put it that way. I want to speak right now to every person listening who thinks they are a victim of anything. Because here's the scenario. God Almighty, the creator of the universe, created you to take dominion over this earth and every situation, circumstance in it. And if you are being defeated by any circumstance, then you, my friend, yes, you, you're the one that has to wake up and change because God gave you dominion. And you've got to get sick and tired of being sick and tired of the situation you're in and say, you know what? I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm not going to live like this anymore. I'm not going to let fear dominate my life. I talked to somebody for three minutes. And I can tell you if they're in fear or faith. Because they're going to tell me in the first three minutes all the problems in their life. Or they're going to tell me of all the successes in their life because things are going great. 
One of the things I like to say when people say, hey, how you doing, Art? And I say, outstanding in superlative. But don't worry, I'm getting better. And I used to do that quite a lot. <coughs> I still do. But I notice it affects people in a lot of different ways. Some of them just don't like it. <clears throat> and one day, I walked into the bank where I do business. Now, this is a while ago because people don't even walk into banks anymore. Things have changed dramatically. So if you do, are still one of those people who walk into the bank. But I, there was all these tellers, maybe four or five. And I always, when I walked in, I would say, outstanding and superlative, but I'm getting better. And that one day, for some reason, I just said, hey, I'm doing really good. And I don't know why I said that, but I wasn't, I just said it. I'm doing really good. That should be good, right? And every teller stopped and looked over and said, what's the matter? I said, nothing. And they were so used to me saying, outstanding, superlative, but I'm getting better. And you know what? In my life, because I say that all the time, it really is outstanding and superlative, and I'm getting better. But you ask people how they're doing, and then be prepared and be shocked. Oh, man, you don't know. <clears throat> you don't know what happened to me yesterday. Oh, man, I had the most. And they're speaking their future out of their mouth. And it's a freaking merry-go-round that tomorrow they're going to have the same experience, and they're controlling the destiny, and they don't even know it because they haven't gone to the Word. Have you read the Word? Have you read the Bible? That no weapon formed against you can prosper? For your righteousness is of the Lord, but whatever you do will prosper? For you are a tree planted by the rivers of living water? Oh, Art, why do you kill? What? Yeah. Or are you just a wandering generality? You're wandering around every day, wondering how the day is going to go. How about waking up and knowing how the day is going to go because you're blessed? Well, how do I know that, Art? Because the Word of God teaches us that we're blessed. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Now, I'm going to talk to you really seriously about something. Faith without works is dead. You might say, you know, I'm a Christian. I have faith. Faith without works is dead. Dead as a doornail. I just said a scripture. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Regardless of what's going on in your life, make a conscious decision to rejoice and be glad in it. Oh man, how can I rejoice and be glad when, man, the, the, the people are knocking at my door because I owe them money, and, and, and people, and, and, and I don't, I'm all alone, I don't have anybody, um, I'm, I, don't have a, I don't have a wife, or I don't have a husband, I don't have this, I don't have that. I, I, you have no idea how, what happened to me. Yes, I mean, the litany of things that people say. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice. Now, if you are going to allow circumstances to tell you how to live, then get used to being a slave 
to those circumstances. You will forever in your life have those happening to you. But the day you decide that no matter what happens today, I'm going to give glory to God. I am going to give thanks to God. This is the day. This is the day. This is the day. For every adversity, there is an opportunity to, have, to be blessed. But what people don't do is praise God. So you get a bad diagnosis, or you, you, you get fired, or you have no money, or the price of eggs is twice as much as you have in your wallet. I don't know. Give thanks to God. What? Yes! Rejoice! Because the Lord is about to show you a miracle. You have an opportunity when something is right in front of you that you can't do. Something that's impossible is laying right in front of you. You have a choice. You have a choice. You can just talk up a storm about why that will not happen. Or you can rejoice in the day and say, you know what? <clears throat> this looks impossible. But my God, Philippians 4.19 supplies all my needs according to his riches and glory and I'm gonna rejoice oh praise God I'm praising God I don't care how I don't know how but I know my God my God the Lord of Lords the King of Kings will never desert me well how do I know that art read the word you keep turning your back from reading the word and then you want the world to transform itself for you. How about you transform yourself and then the world will work for you? Everybody's waiting for God. When is God gonna answer my prayer? You know what God's waiting for? You, to realize you are the reason. You are the reason that your prayer isn't answered. Get out of your own way with your thoughts and your actions and your words. If you can't control your words, you can't control today. You can't control tomorrow. In the book of James, right? The power of life and death is in your tongue. If you can't control your tongue, it says he who controls his tongue is a will be a perfect man or woman. When will you control your tongue? What's impossible for men is possible for God. How do we do that? Good, glad you asked. By taking God's word and repeating it out of your own mouth, regardless of how you feel, regardless of what you think, regardless of, of what you know that's so much better than God. Listen, the reason people don't listen to the word they're not obedient to the word. It's because they don't trust it. They don't trust God. Who do you trust? Who is someone you... I mean, there are people who literally trust every word that comes from a doctor. There are people who trust every word that comes from their financial advisor. There are people who trust in the craziest things. But do they trust God? Will you... When will you trust the Creator who provided you with a manufacturer's handbook called the Bible, and that handbook is the Word 
that tells you how you can be transformed from this world. It says, don't be conformed <coughs> to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Now, when you take... what? Let's talk about this one uh, line that a lot of people understand, because they always... When I say it, they go, oh, yeah, 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 it's true. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Does that mean anything to you? Do you go, oh, yeah, yeah, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Oh, yeah. Well, what's in your heart? If you look around in your world, and it's not the way you want it to be, your heart's not right. It's got to change. It's your heart. As a man thinketh in his heart. Okay, so where's your heart? It's not your blood pump. It is the heart is the center of your being. It's the core of the creation that God made with your earth suit. It's in there. What is in there? What's in there is the, fur, is the ground, the heart, a mechanism that causes things to come to pass. God didn't make robots that automatically do everything. You could have been made on... Everybody's waiting for AI to solve the problem. The AI is in you. Don't be the robot that only can answer the questions because of the input that was put there. You have to become the child of God. God wants you to be just like Him, knowing everything. Adam got ahead of the curve too fast <clears throat> by eating from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. God would have shown him, but he didn't want him to eat from that tree. He wanted him to learn it from the tree of life, by eating from the tree of life. Prior to eating from that tree, Adam was in perfect harmony with God. So we don't want to be afraid of what's in our heart, but we want to change our heart by speaking God's truths into us until we reprogram. That's how we reprogram, by the way. You know, if you, if you have a computer and you call in an IT guy because something's not working and you can't figure it out, Sometimes he has to go into the, the, still into the DOS original codes. There's ways to transform, or there's other ways to fix the coding in your computer, and you don't know how to do that. But you hire someone, or you take it to the geek squad, or this squad, or that squad. <coughs> or, worse, you throw it out and buy another computer, because <laughs> some people do that. All because you clicked on the wrong thing. And you got the wrong data in that computer, and that started to feed into your working of that programs. And the computer, it goes slow, it doesn't do this, it doesn't do that, it doesn't do what you want it to do. That's what happens to us. That's what happened to you in your earth suit. It's not doing what it's supposed to do. You need a fix. You need a reprogram. You need to change and upgrade the software in you. And the method for doing that is faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. So faith, faith is a servant that God gave us. 
Fear does the same thing, but we're on faith right now. Faith, how do I replace fear with faith? Well, where do I get faith from? I get it from the Word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. Well, in order to hear something, someone must say something. So either you're listening to me and I'm saying something that's stirring you up, or you say it yourself to the point where you, what they say, learn it by heart. And when you learn it by heart, you can just spit it back without having to read it. Well, the process is quite simple for reprogramming the computer that you have. Now, some people just want to throw out their computer. Some people want to throw out themselves. I'm done. It's over. <coughs> I can't get out of this. You can get out of anything. You were designed and created to take dominion over everything. There's nothing in your life that can't change immediately if you will put in God's Word. So, how do we do it? First, we got to know what it is. So, here's, here's, a great, here's a great quick system. Number one, you got to decide what it is you want to be or want in your life. That's hard sometimes. What actually, if, if you could erase, take a, a, a whiteboard eraser and just erase everything that's wrong in your life. And now you got a clean whiteboard and you want to write down what you actually want in your life. Take the time to find out what that is and write it on the whiteboard, okay? Put it down or put it on a pencil paper on, on paper or put it in a notebook put it on cards, put it somewhere. Once you decide, which could take a while, because you need to see all the good details just as well as you see all the bad. And now I'm going to stop right there because a lot of people are going to say, come on, Art, you mean you can just change your circumstances? Yep, I do. And if you think you can't, I'm going to tell you right now, you've been lied to and you're telling God, the manufacturer, the manufacturer's handbook, I don't trust what you say. Everything I'm saying is in the Word of God. And if you want to find a wall, go read it. I give you scriptures every week. Hopefully you write them down. Hopefully you look them up. It is time for you to realize that you are the only reason that you are not moving forward. You are the reason. And when we stop being the victim, and we can move forward. So number one, decide what you want. Number two, find three scriptures in the Bible that are promises that back up what you want. Oh, they're there. The promises of God are there. The promises of God are there. Philippians 4.19, My God supplies all my needs according to His riches and glory through Christ Jesus. Psalm 91, a thousand might fall at my side, ten thousand at my right, but it shall not come near me. Only with my eyes shall I look and see the reward of the wicked, for I have made the Lord God, even the Most High, my habitation. Therefore no evil will befall me, neither shall any plague, sickness, <coughs> come near me. Oh, come on, Art, you mean you can control that too? Yes, I do mean that. 
God's word means what it says. Stop changing God's word to fit your fear. Well, we have to wait on God. Do we really? Who told you that lie? God's waiting on you. He's been waiting for a long time. And you know what? He's coming back. And he's telling all of us, get ready. This is the main show, man. We're coming. I'm coming. And you get ready now because I am going to expedite everything you want. But number one, decide what you want. Number two, write it down. Number three, find three scriptures to back it up. Number four, read the scriptures over every day. Start rejoicing every day. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad that both scriptures are true and every other, every other tongue is a lie. Every other person that tells me I can't succeed is lying. The Word of God says I can. When two or more agree to touching anything, it shall be done. Whatever you, whatever you believe in your heart will come to pass. How does it get to your heart? It goes into your head, you read it in, speak it out of your mouth, you hear it, you read it, you speak it, you hear it, and over a period of days, it drops from your head to your heart. And as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. The heart becomes the dirt that's growing the seed that builds the tree that puts the shade and the fruit that you're looking for. You want to pick the fruit. And you want to pick it fast. But you don't want to have to go through the process of planting the tree and preparing the soil. Your heart is the soil. You've got to transform. You've got to not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. How are you going to do that? When are you going to do that? Man, I'm telling you, once you decide what you want, there's nothing on this earth that can stop it except you and your thoughts. And if you keep letting yourself be fed from the world's ways, then you will have products of the world's ways. But God's ways are not the world's ways. We're taking a break. When we come back, <coughs> we will talk about God's ways and overcome the world's ways. Are you struggling? Don't go away. We're coming back with the solution. And you can see a turnaround in the next 90 days or sooner if you will simply allow the Word to have first place in your life. Stop whining, start praising. We'll be right back after this. Working for your liberty right here in Philadelphia. Broadcasting freedom, shining light throughout the tri-state area. Streaming freedom, shining light from Philly to the nations. 1180 shining forth, we are the Freedom Station. W-F-Y-L. We are back talking about God's Word. And we're talking about how to take control of your destiny. 
First of all, your destiny, that what you think it is versus what God planned it to be may be two different things. So we want to, first of all, make sure that our eyes for what we think our destiny is are aligning with what God has planned for us. How do we do that? We sit and talk to Him. <clears throat> we sit and talk to the Lord, and we say, Lord, what is your destiny for me? Because you went way out of your way on that cross to redeem me, to pay the price so that I don't ever have to die. I will live forever. That is the message, by the way, in case you didn't know that. You will live forever. You're immortal. Jesus did the death for you. He felt death. He tasted death on the cross. You don't have to. But your mind has learned that people die. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. And most people that you know will die. I say they will die on this earth. Everyone, except those who know Christ and have been made immortal, won't feel it, won't taste it. <clears throat> it's more of a transition than it is a thing. But there are people who die. Now, the gospel says something that makes our head do backflips. How can that be? That I won't taste death, because Jesus did it for you. So this whole thing comes back to renewing your mind with the Word of God. But first of all, in order to do that, you need to have some scriptures that are His Word that apply to your situation. But more importantly, you need to trust the fact that God knows more than you. <clears throat> Does He? Do you think God knows more than you? Then stop trying to tell Him how to run your life. Get out of His way. Praise Him. Thank Him. <clears throat> Thank you, Lord, that today is the day that you gave me. And right now, this day, I trust in you with all my heart, all my mind, all my soul. And your word says that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. So I believe that. Your word says that I've been redeemed from sickness, poverty, and death. And I trust that I've been redeemed from sickness. So if there is any symptom of sickness on my body, I demand it get out in Jesus' name. What? What are you talking about? That, my friends, is renewing your mind with what God says. God says, trust Him. Trust Him. Trust Him. <clears throat> Stop trusting your friends who tell you you're going to die. Stop trusting people that tell you the rich get richer, the poor get poorer, too many chiefs, not enough Indians. Sit down, don't rock the boat. Start trusting the Lord who says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I'm ready for anything and equal to anything through Him who infuses inner strength into me. Of course it's not my own strength, for it is God who is all the while creating within me the power and desire both to will and to work for his good pleasure. And he will continue until he comes back 
delivering you and I from all the evil of this present world. Now, God wants us to use faith. Your faith has been contaminated. That's right, all of ours. All of ours have been, he wants us to use his faith. How do we use his faith? Well, you want to release God's faith in your life today. You take God's word, and when you speak God's word, his promises, over you, into this earth, inside of his words, inside of everybody's words, are seeds that contain what you believe when you say them. So when you take words that Jesus spoke, and you speak them into the earth, you release the seed from Jesus' words, from God's word. You're releasing God's faith. But then you have to not doubt in your, in your mind that it works. So somebody goes to church, they get all excited for an hour, they start saying something crazy like, man, God's going to take care of everything. Oh, man, he's going to solve my problem today. And somebody, you go home and you tell your wife or you tell your friends, <coughs> and they say to you, what? God's going to solve your problem? You don't realize how big your problem is. And they talk you right out of what you were believing. They put doubt. They put distrust. When, when, when Satan, Lucifer, said to Eve, did God really say, if you eat from this tree, you will die? Oh, no, he didn't mean you'll die. He just meant that, what? Whatever. Change this little storyline. People want to change God's storyline. God said you will surely die because you will find out that death is possible. Once you find out something is possible, it's much easier to believe the negative than it is to believe the positive. And that's why we believe all the fear enters in, because it's so much easier to fear the worst than to go against Niagara Falls, so to speak, and start proclaiming it's going to turn out differently. <clears throat> my God supplies all my needs, and this day I'm rejoicing because every circumstance and situation in my life is being changed. I have dominion over my life. I have dominion over my day. I am overtaken by blessings every day. The joy of the Lord is my strength. I am joyful. I am happy. I am blessed. But Art, are you? Are you really joyful, happy, and blessed? I didn't used to be. But the more I say it, the more I become it. You become what you say. And you're saying all the wrong things when you're alone. You might, in front of people, do a really good job of pretending to know what you're talking about with the Word. And then you get alone. And then all of a sudden, you have all these thoughts like, what if it doesn't work out? What if this doesn't happen? What if I really, what if I, I get all the sicknesses my parents had? What if I get this? What if I don't do this? What if, what if? How about, <clears throat> excuse me, how about what if? The Lord comes through every single time. What if you win 
every single time. What if you come up against an obstacle today? You look at that obstacle and you go, wow, how am I going to get through that? And then you start to say, I have the mind of Christ, and I can do all things, all things, through Christ who strengthens me. What happens then? It's a different attitude adjustment. You've changed the whole scenario. It's an attitude adjustment. You made an attitude adjustment. The circumstance is no longer having power over you, but something inside of you is having power over it. Can you not see that? That what's in you determines what's going on in your life? And if the outside world and everything everyone's telling you, if you give if you trust that more than you trust God inside of you, you will have what you sow. You will have, you will reap what you sow. That's what happens. Now, right now in this economy, I'll give you a perfect example. There are those people who think they are really smart that think we're going to see a big crash in the economy, and they're preparing for the crash. They're preparing. I guarantee you they will see it. I guarantee you. But those who are in Christ, that know that that my God supplies all my needs, they will not feel it. God will show them ways around it. I don't care how much a gallon of gas costs, God will give you more. Oh, come on, Art. You got to start this thing working in your favor. You can't wait till it happens and then be under the weight of it and go, I can't, I can't, I can't even pay my bills. I can't pay the electric. I can't pay the fuel. I can't pay anything. It's time for all of us to understand what it means to live in the kingdom. The kingdom of God is at hand. Jesus came to give you the keys to the kingdom. Then he told you to pray that God's kingdom come to earth, on earth, as it already is in heaven. So what I say to people, how broke do you think people are in heaven? What do you mean, Art? Do you think when you get to heaven, you can't pay your electric bill? Oh, of course not. That's heaven. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. When and when? After you die? First of all, I got news for you. If you've accepted Jesus, you're not going to die. What? Oh, your body will fall to the, down here, and 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 you'll that part is going to stay. But you're not going to die. You did all the dying. You you died the day you accepted Jesus. So now what? What are you going to do when you get to heaven? You're you you're one breath away from transitioning into heaven. You won't need to worry, fear, or fret. No, you won't. But you can have all that now. You should be living in heaven on earth. Thy kingdom come. Thy will, thy will, God's will be done on earth as it is in heaven. How sick are they in heaven? How poor are they in heaven? How dead are they in heaven? If you're worried about dying, you're worried about sickness, or you're worried about poverty, you're worrying about the wrong thing, you're listening to the wrong people, you're trusting in all the wrong words. You've got to stop yourself and say, I am going to change today. This is the day the Lord has made. I 
will rejoice and be glad in it. I am rejoicing. I will rejoice. I have decided that is the way I'm living my life. I trust God and I trust His Word more than I trust every single person around me. I trust God, I trust His Word more than I trust the news, more than I trust YouTube, more than I trust everybody's opinions about how to live my life. <clears throat> because my God supplies all my needs according to His riches and glory. Now, is it going to happen immediately to you? I'm going to tell you the possibility of that exists, but usually you are the reason it takes time. You know, you never know what God's going to do, Art. You don't know how this is going to go. Or I do. I do. I trust the Lord with all my heart. I trust the Lord with all my heart, and I lean not on what I think doesn't matter what I think. It matters what God says. God said, light be. And the light began to expand the universe and create it at the rate of 186,000 miles per second and continues to expand it at that rate. If God's word says you've been redeemed from poverty, you're redeemed. If it says you've been redeemed from sickness, you're redeemed. If it says you're redeemed from death, you're redeemed. You're paid for. But you have to stop believing you're not. And that's what it is. You know, when you buy a life insurance policy, a life insurance policy, they're betting you're going to live, you're betting you're going to die. Because you want your family taken care of. And I'm not saying it's wrong. I think it's fine to buy life insurance policies. I have one. But the point is, that they're saying, we're, we're betting you're going to live longer than you think, therefore we're going to make more money on you. You're saying, I don't think I'm going to. When you are listening to the world, we are, say, we are trusting the world, not the word. We are trusting and we are believing the world, what the world says. Now, honest, obviously, we all start this process at different points points in our life. Some people already have a sickness that's, you know, serious. I get it. But it's not impossible to turn around. But it's the amount of doubt and unbelief that we have to deal with within ourselves that will either throw us into a full panic or throw us into an absolute knowing that we're coming through. <clears throat> Same thing with if you're already in a situation where you can't, you need help financially, there are people God has chosen to come help you get you out of that, but then you got to do something so you don't return to that. And you do it by removing the doubt or the trust in the world and you replace it with the trust in God. The trust in God. Sower sows the word. When the word is sown, the tree grows. You don't know how. You go to sleep. Night and day, the tree grows up, and there's fruit, and you pick the fruit. And we learn to trust by trusting. How do you learn to eat? By eating, 
How do you learn to talk? By talking. How do you learn to walk? By walking. How do you learn to trust? By trusting. I trust the Lord. Right now, take the same trust you have in today's weather forecast and put it into something you need in your life. Put the same trust in the news you heard last night. Take your trust from that and put it into what God's telling you to believe for. Start waking up and understanding that you are the reason you are who you are and where you are. You are the reason that you can be transformed out of every circumstance and situation that you come up against. <clears throat> Faith connects us with the original power that Adam had. Because God told us it'll connect us. Faith is our servant. Faith is a servant that goes out and gets you everything you want. Fear is a servant that goes out and gets you everything you fear. <clears throat> everything you don't want. Some people really have terrible lives. And they didn't see it coming. I get that. You may be in an abusive situation. You had no idea how you got there. God can deliver you from that. God can and will, but you, have, you can change here, no matter how bad it is. You change what you're thinking. You change what you're saying. You praise the Lord no matter what. You start thanking Him that He's delivered you from every evil of this present world. For this is His will. I have been delivered from every evil of this present world, for this is the will of God. I am a joint heir with Jesus the Christ. Everything that Jesus, that was stolen from Adam, Jesus got it all back. He got it. And we are joint heirs with him, so that when we accept him, he opens up to us all that he has been given, and every, everything on this earth, everything above the earth, everything under the earth is under his feet. And he has given us the keys to the kingdom to take dominion over every circumstance and situation. So when I talk to somebody for that three minutes, and they tell me how awful life is, you want to just say, do you realize you're creating the next three minutes of your life while you're telling me about this three minutes? And you believe it so strongly that there's no doubt it's coming to pass. So whatever you believe when you, when you pray, whatever you believe when you speak, the authority to see it come to pass has been given to those words. Words contain the seed of what you believe when you speak them into the earth. <coughs> Words. What are you speaking? Listen to yourself. Put a recorder on. Put your phone on. Record yourself for a day or for an hour. Just let it go when you talk to people and see what you're saying. And then go back and analyze it. The only source, source of true faith is the Word of God. It's impossible to not see it turn around if you use God's Word. And everything you want, everything that's been stolen from you in your life, your stuff,
that's been stolen is in a place called the impossible. You have to go into the impossible to get it. Because when you look around, you say, I don't know how I would ever get there. It seems impossible till you say, I don't care how impossible it seems. I know that greater is in he, he that's in me than he that's in the wor world. And I am going to receive everything that's impossible. I don't know how. I don't care how. I just know that I know that I know. I know that I know that I know that I receive victory over every circumstance and situation that I come up against. Our faith needs to be bold. Our faith needs to be getting bolder every day. Every day, in every way. Not weaker, not, not mealy-mouthed. Meek isn't weak. You need to be bold in the Word, not in yourself. This is not narcissism. This is not selfishness. This is you laying down your selfishness, because your selfishness wants to tell you all the reasons why it won't work. That's the selfishness. God's Word wants to tell you all the reasons it will. <clears throat> so we need to take God's Word and deny our selfishness, take His Word, and make it first place in our life. Make it first place. God's Word never returns void. Ever heard that? What about in your life? Is it returning void? Then what's the difference? You are allowing your selfish part, your selfishness, to rule your life. I'm not selfish, Art, because I, I don't have what I want. You're selfishly thinking you that that's who you are. You're holding yourself in total bondage to thinking that's who you are and you can never change. I'm telling you that every circumstance, every situation in your life right now, regardless of what it is, good, bad, or ugly, can be turned around and turned around quickly if you go to the Word and make the Word first place in your life. Jesus told us to come, those who are poor, come without money to buy. Why is that? Because faith is the currency that you use to get it. Faith, calling things that are not as though they are. Faith, now faith, is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith, not fear. Fear gets you what you don't want. Faith gets you what you do. Faith is the currency. You don't need money to get anything. That's, if you can get that into your mind, you can have anything, including money, but you don't need money to get it. You need, you need faith. Faith in God. Faith in His Word. Trust in God. Trust in His Word. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Faith without works is dead. This is the day. I will start talking like I am blessed. I will start talking like this really is the day the Lord has made. And I really will rejoice. And I really will be glad. I really will be glad, regardless of what I see, regardless of what I touch, regardless of what's going on. I am glad. I am joyful. This is the day that I've been given. I don't need money. I don't need currency. I need faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. God's Word is the manufacturer's 
Word, the, the manufacturer's handbook. Go get it. You have everything you need. Jesus tried to explain that. Blessed are they who are poor in spirit, for they shall see the kingdom of God. They will have themselves renewed. Anybody, blessed are those who are poor, for they don't have to be poor anymore. Currency. Take the faith, which is the currency, and use it. It's your servant. Stop using the servant of fear to get everything you don't want. Use the currency of faith, the servant of faith, to call things that are not as though they are. What kind of faith? Now faith. Now faith. Hebrews, go read it. Hebrews. Now faith is the substance. It's the very substance of things hoped for. And it is the evidence of things unseen. There is an unseen, invisible world. You cannot see it. It is quantum. It is the quantum universe that exists all around us. And it will obey what you say. It will obey what you want. It will obey when you don't doubt, when you believe, you receive, and you call it and rejoice that this is the day. It's coming. This is the day. I receive it. This is the day the Lord Almighty has made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. I'm talking about getting worked up. Get worked up. Everything's been stolen from you that you don't have. Get mad enough to take it back, and you do it with the joy of the Lord. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. I will use joy to conquer that fear. <coughs> no fear here. So we're out of time. Another week has gone by. I hope you got something out of this program. It is a program that talks about using faith, not just talking about it. Changing dramatically the outcomes in your day or your week or your month or your year because you are not a victim, but you are the victor in Christ Jesus. Jesus the Christ came to set you free. Will you receive that freedom? Make a difference today. Make a choice. Change the circumstances. Go to God's Word and use it today. Have a great week. We'll talk again next week on All In. It's about time. It's about space. It's about saving the human race. It's about hate. It's about love. It's about everything above. It's about war. It's about peace. It's about changing history. It's about you. It's about me. It's about time.